<laughs> yeah, but I think uh, one of the things that I want to highlight as well, um, one of the uncles that I was speaking to you was like, it's important how you're brought up as a child to make wise decisions. So what, do you, what are some of the things that your mum and dad taught you or what are some of the values they instilled in you before you started doing your own flamingo bed, just touring the world? Yes. Um, some of the things that I think they instilled in me was obviously just like, you know, just like the, the usual stuff, like the, the kind of like work hard, mm-hmm. um, you know, they, they were very much about, you know, work hard. You have to be, you ha- as a black person, you have to work harder than, than your white counterparts, mm-hmm. that kind of a thing. So I was always like, okay, I must work hard, must work hard. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad, by byproduct of his life and less by his words, mm-hmm. taught, I lost my dad at the age of 12, mm-hmm. but he taught me in the time that I had with him, just by the virtue of his life, um, he taught me that it's very important to pursue what it is that you yeah. have in your heart to do. Yeah. And that can be anything. Um, mm-hmm. But he's like, because I saw him, like, he was in a career and then also wanted another career and all of that kind of stuff. Um, and that, in that, that, I picked up on that and I was like, okay, this guy comes alive when he's doing this. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, there's a lesson to be learned there. Mm-hmm. But then my mom also just taught, taught, like, taught me that, like, the, like, the, um, to, to, to be unafraid and to kind of, to, to go out and just explore, do you know what I'm saying? The world is here to, to be explored. And I think that obviously came by byproducts of her job. Mm-hmm. Um, but they were definitely like, work hard. You can, you, can, you can do anything that you want to do, just know what you're doing. Um, but then they also had, but then on the negative, they also had like the kind of Jamaican, some of the, the more negative parts of it where it's like, okay, like, be careful, be, you know, worry, the fear, all of that stuff. So I experienced all of that. Um, but then, yeah, I think, I think, I think by the fact that my mom took me traveling and the fact that seeing what how my dad's life was and stuff and picking up certain things, it just showed me that, okay, cool. They expanded my horizons without realizing that's what they were doing. So it made me go, okay, there's more out there. There's more, there's more, there's more. Um, so yeah, that kind of answers it. It does. It does. It does. And it, it, it just, it's, it's, it's nice to see that you still carry those values beyond traveling, even at work and everything you do, like taking risks and stuff like that. And it's, I think it's so cute and funny that our parents teach us to be like literally go-getters, but then they're quite selective with where to, <laughs> to go. <laughs> no shade, <laughs> but you know, my thing is, my thing is like the bravery for you to come to a different country and mm-hmm. come and settle I'm just going there for a week. You came here to live, so. As in, you, you took yourself up, you came to live in a whole new country, but then you're afraid that this, that, and it's, it's so, it's crazy, it's crazy. Because our, our parents had to do a, a lot of assimilating that I think what? we still have to do, but as us, as the, the generation after them, we're, we don't have to do it in so much. Do you see what I'm saying? We know how this culture works. We know that we can, well, thank God we're starting to become a bit more, you know, we can be more of ourselves in order to still thrive. It's still not perfect. Our children will benefit way more than we do. Um, but yeah, it's weird because it's like, they're the, fir- they're the first migrators. You guys took yourselves up and came over here. Like, like language barriers. Like, and I think I get it why they settled in London because it's easier to understand the people in London. If you're now going further out, 
you're confused as to how these people are speaking. But I think that's the wildest <laughs> thing, like risking your life, your independence. And I did like, I, I think, I didn't think this was even a topic worth discussing until I thought more about it. And I'm like, why are some parents so scared? I think it's because like, and one thing that my uncle highlighted was immigration status. Not everyone had the, the right to travel straight away. So I think all these things is some, some sort of PTSD where as much as we can travel, and I say there's a part of them that they're scared to explore, you know, because they just don't know. You have, you have people listening to this. All of us probably have family members who are situated in countries that, you know, it's a bit shaky as to whether yeah. they should really be there, whatever. Um, and the thing is, you won't know that information. You won't know who it is, but you're just like, okay, why, why does this aunt never leave the country? Or why does this uncle never actually want to go anywhere? Okay, we're all going to Ghana for family reunion or we're all going to Jamaica for family reunion. Why is this aunt not coming? Oh, there, yeah. yeah. And then you start to pick up the pieces as you grow older. Like, uh, um, but yeah, I think you're right. I think it was about security for them. Do you mm. know what I'm saying? When they came over, they said, okay, I need job security. They took the big risk by coming over here with no job anyway. You came over here. No house. No, no house. You booking hotels, you know. <laughs> you know I, was like, I remember my parents stayed with my aunt for like a year or something like that. My mum mm. came first and then stayed with my aunt for like a year and then situate. Do you know what I mean? So they took them big risks. Um, but yeah, yeah, they're the risk takers. And now, yeah, that, so it's that kind of stuff that they've instilled in me, I'd say, in my parents. Yeah. Mm. Oh. But is it the same like do you feel like do you do you when you were growing up were you told that okay queer, you can do whatever it is that you want to do or or did you did you form a path based on what your parents had kind of instructed and guided you to do I think it's a bit of both to be honest yeah I, I think it's a bit of both yeah because I think with me do you know can I just say that we're both podcasters so we'll end up <laughs> We'll end up interviewing each other. <laughs> so I'm just saying FYI. But I think with me, um, I don't know, I don't know if this is even right to say, but I feel like I'm half and half of my sisters. So there are three of us. Um and my older sister is very much sorry? We look alike. Uh, what it depends. It depends. I feel like I I don't I know if I've seen your oldest oldest. Yeah, sister. but you've seen that job before, yeah. <laughs> Tell your sisters, man. Yeah. But I think, I don't know what it is. Akusia is the one that will rather save her money and go buy the Chanel bag. That's Akusia. That's and I just very much, I think Ajo was the exploring one. So I remember what, I think when I was younger, Ajo went to um, Budapest or something. My dad was like, my dad is like, my dad, my dad knows the whole world. Yeah. But he's only been to England and Germany, I think it is. But I, I honestly think my dad is scared of flying. Yeah. He didn't say thing for many of them you know it's the scared of flying yeah. yeah i don't know what it is i don't know but i think he's scared of flying but my dad i think my dad thrives off when he hears i'm going to another country like my mom is more like my mom is not scared but she's looking at me like wait so you can really sit down in your house and it's all right but why must you now go and explore whereas if i tell my dad now i tell my dad okay i'm going to I don't know, where did I go to in Greece? I went to Kos or something. And that was a holiday. It was less of a, it was less of a exploring. It was more of a, like a relaxing holiday. And my dad don't legit tell me everything that's around it. And he's never been before. Yeah. Like, I think that's one of the things, I'm not jealous, but one of the things I, like, that makes me feel like my dad's a superman. Like, the things he knows with countries and stuff. And like, when I told him I was going to, I think that was my last big holiday I went on. Um, I say big because it was further out. 
But yeah, when I went to that one, come and tell me history about this country, how this one did here. Da, 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 da. And when I came back and I told him what I had learned, he's fascinated. And it's like, this is like, pop, I guess it's a love language. <laughs> yes, yes. And he's like living vicariously through what you're doing because he knows. <laughs> and then his daughter is now going. So he's proud. Oh, that's beautiful. See it because I mean three girls. I'm probably seen as the wild one because my sister. I think my sister. I mean the first she's gone to is like you know like Europe. Um, I joined the middle one, but me now, ha! South America. I've done it, <laughs> and I'm and I'm just starting. You know what I mean? I'm just. I mean I won't go. I don't think I'm keen on going to Australia. Mm. My, do you know? Funnily enough, one of my boys is over there, and I'm like, bro, are you okay? Like he's black. I was like, bro, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I'm good. Like, we're, we're... What else can you say? You can't say he's not okay. He lives that <laughs> I could, I think I could do New Zealand, though. Yes. I see why. I can, I can kind of see why you say that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I forget why you're saying that. Yeah. Yeah. But I think, I think I'm a bit of both. Like, I remember my sister's husband, the oldest one. She, she threw a gem at my sister. Like, when I was there to uh, Panama, and he's like, look at your sister. She's all exploring. But all you wanted to do was get married and come and settle down. You see how, because she got married at age of 25. But okay. sister, yeah. And at 25, I think, no, when I went to Colombia, it was 25. Was it 26? I think it was 25 or 26 and yeah it was just before my 26 or 27th birthday so it was like at this point in your life you were getting married at this point in my life I'm doing travel do you know what I mean yeah so she, I think sometimes when I say I'm going to this country they have they'll live for me boy because they're not gonna do it you see this is the thing right because indirectly what's happened is you've seen like one sister she's traveling all of that kind of stuff you've seen another not and it's like you amalgamate the two. It's, it's, it's literally what happens, it's, it, especially when you're the youngest, because I'm the yeah. youngest as well. It's the same. It's like, okay, I've seen that. You haven't tried. Okay, me, I'm going to go and do it. You know? <laughs> I'll send you pictures. I'll send yeah. you pictures. Because you're not doing it. So. You know? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So um, let me see. Uh, we need to start wrapping up because we need to talk for ages. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, why do you like what what do you what what's the hype of traveling why do you think it's important and would you encourage other people i know you will but would you encourage other people to travel like what what's the hype traveling who cares i could save my money and do this but why should i travel yeah yeah so the reason why i would say that it's important for people to travel why you should travel is because it literally is an investment into your soul i know it sounds very deep but it's, it's an investment into an expanded horizon um I'm someone who I think if one of the things that's very valuable to me as a person is experiences. Mm -hmm. I, I value experiences um, over than over uh, material things. Mm -hmm. So we can buy material things. You know, I like my clothes and that kind of a thing, but I would much rather invest my money into something that's going to give me a memory or expand me in some capacity whilst I can have fun doing it. Do you mm -hmm. see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You know, traveling, you know, especially when you live in cold countries like the UK, that majority of the year is cold, it's grey, you never see the sun, you know. That's why we get so gassed. Yeah. Exactly, do you know what I mean? People taking off their backing off shirts when it's hot and all of that because we don't see it in this country. So I think the key uh, reason to travel is because it's important for you to see life outside of your own life. Mm -hmm. It's important for you to see people existing in other capacities outside of how you exist and how your capacity because it then shows you that, okay, wow, like there isn't just one way to live, but also it also teaches you how to become very, very content 
because you go to countries where it's not as developed as the UK, it's not as developed as London, you know, they don't have as much material wealth as maybe we do, but you'll find that there's a, there's a joy there that, that is deeply entrenched in their people that you might be lacking in despite having everything. Every, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think that's one of the reasons. Also, it's just good, man, to, to, to go and enjoy your life and just go and see what else is out there. Do you know what I mean? At a very basic level, like a nice beach, mm-hmm. some nice drinks, some good food, be able to relax, mm-hmm. especially off, off of work, just have somebody kind of like, you know, we spend a lot of our time serving in our work capacities. It's nice to go somewhere and, you know, be served, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and, yeah, I definitely encourage people to travel. Like, you must, must travel. Like, if you travel, I promise you, you will not regret it. You will not regret it. You'll come back refreshed. You'll come back with a new perspective. You'll come back re-energized. Mm. Um, yeah, man. You just can't. And it, it's good weather is good for, good for you, you know. Mm. Mm. Your person, you know, this, these climates are not our, our climates, you know. So it's our natural habitat. Our natural habitat, man. We're here, we're here for work purposes and to build a life. Um, but, yeah, go, go, go where the sun is, man, because you just, yeah, chase the sun is what I'd say. Hmm. and um let's see so we've already spoken about the factors hindering parents okay so um what country you want now how many countries have you been to now how many countries have i been to um lord jesus have mercy let me let me let me try and find on this bean app and i will tell you imagine there's a whole app you know guys that's how you know you've traveled but you have a whole app yeah it's just reinstalling and then i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you um Okay, travel been. I have been to. Okay, so I have been to. What's that? 12, 15, 20, 22, 24. 24. So you can do. You can definitely do 30 under 30. You can do it. I'm trying. I really need to get there. Obviously, COVID is now done up COVID. So I have a few more years to chase here. But six, I need six new countries. So um, I've seen 9% of the world so far. That percentage thing really dra- it just. But do you know what it is? Who was it saying yesterday? There's 198 countries in the world. It's mad. It's mad. When you deep it, you're thinking, right, 24 countries, but it's only nine percent. Like, there's so much more to see. There's so much more to see. I don't know if you guys can see. You can see it on the app. Like, it's like a little little bean. It, it, yeah. Also, oh, you really, you really conquered South America, isn't it? South America, I've done, and the US. You'll see the US. I've done. Yeah. But it's all, I've done bits of Asia, which you see over here and stuff mm. like that, Europe. But it's this it's region, that, yeah. more of Africa as well. Africa, do you know what, with Africa one, I think, is it, see, I'm sure we could do some sort of tour or something. Like, when you, like, you know, when you, when you just pick one and you just dedicate, but the annual leave thing is really painful. But this is what I'm going into teaching, bruv. It's one yeah. summer, just... A couple that would just, yeah. I think one of the countries, okay, so I'm not even going to go into mine because that's not my business, but your business is what country, where's your next stop? I mean, forget about coronavirus. Obviously, you're looking at Africa as a continent, but where's the country in Africa that you're thinking, I cannot wait to go? I cannot wait to go. Uh, South Africa. Oh, it's amazing. And South Africa, it's hard because I'm like South Africa, Ethiopia, and Gambia, those are my three. Rwanda. You need to add Rwanda to it. You need to add Rwanda to the list. Rwanda, Rwanda, all of them, like, I'm trying to go there. Ethiopia, because I feel like that will be just a spiritual experience. Just the whole idea of, obviously, the, the only African country to not be colonised, so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so I think that would be very powerful. 
but South Africa because I love South African music. I love South African mm-hmm. house. Um, yeah, man. So th- that's probably where on the continent I would look to go. But I'm I'm trying to hit back Ghana. If 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 they would open Ghana again for this December, you'll see me there. No, but the, do you know what I like though that you went to Ghana when it wasn't um, it wasn't an it destination, and you went to Ghana and experienced Ghana, not Ghana at December. Yeah. <laughs> Before Ludacris and everyone was going to find their home, I went. Yeah, I went before them. That's it. I think what went was when thingy roots, roots. Anyway, that's a whole nother conversation. Wow. What vexed me the most was when when Lisa Ray was now installed as a queen in one one village or something, and she went on Big Wendy Williams to go and say, "Yeah, I'm the I, queen of Ghana." I saw. I saw in her all white. Yeah, I saw. I said, I said, the, the whole queen of Ghana. <laughs> Can we just have a moment for Lisa Ray? Can we just? <laughs> because I don't cancel people in it because I think people make mistakes. But I hated the fact that she uploaded that video on her page. So she had the option to retract her statement. She had the option to take that video. I think it's used still on her Insta. Can you imagine? The, the thing that, that gets it for me, yeah, even in this, I watched this whole Black is King thing the other day, and it's like, you hear Beyonce, she's like, yeah, just touch down in Africa kind of thing. And I'm like, so what country are you in? Don't, don't treat the one land like it's... Like one... Oh, we just touched down in Africa. It's like, oh, I'm going to Africa. Okay, like, what country are you in? Because it's even when people say, I'm going to Europe. When you come to the UK, UK and Europe, yes, we're a European country, but it's not... Call it by name. But I, th- I, you know, I think with the Americans, I think it's because their whole country is one continent as it is. I think they're very obtuse and they think the whole... But it's still no excuse because you grow and you realise that Af- at the age of... I don't know when they start learning geography, but at the age of five, I'm sure you know that Africa is a continent. Yeah, yeah, facts. I think, I think you're correct. That's exactly why they do it. Um, but I'm just like, you should... It's a continent, fam. Like, you don't... Don't homogenise the one land because that's what becomes frustrating because then you're like... Anyway, this is a whole other conversation. <laughs> I mean, though, like, don't homogenize the whole land, basically, because it's yeah. very different, very, very different. So, hmm. so yeah. okay, so um, I'm gonna do this part one, part two, because that's how exciting this conversation has been. Okay, <laughs> so what are your thoughts on gap years, and do you feel that it's a good move? Because there's this whole mentality. I don't know if it happens in Jamaica as well, well, the Jamaican culture, um, but with Ghanaians, there's this thing about. They will go on a, like they'll take a gap year, they won't come back. And I think <laughs> I think what made it worse was I know a couple of people. No shade to if you if you do listen to this one, I know you and you didn't go back. So it's just like they now have evidence. They're like, oh, you're gonna take a gap year. They end up like X and you're like, so what is what's your perception of gap years and why do you think it's important? So with those gap years that you're talking about. Are you talking about, as in people work gap years or you, or like school, uni gap I'd years? say more school, because I feel like once people finish like degrees and stuff, the parents are able to, yeah, more independence, yeah, because like they've, air quotes, given them what they want, like i.e. getting a degree. Do you know what I mean? You can't get a gown from a fancy dress shop unless you go to university. So yeah, what are your thoughts on gap years, especially within education? Yeah, within yeah. like work, sabbatical, that one is that like you, you really thought about it, so it's your own. But uni, yeah. 
gap years or uh, gap years, as they're called by posh people. I don't know if you've heard the phrase. That's that's a that's what people say about like you know people that go to like eat what's it eat in college and all of these. They call it gap year, gap year students. Yeah, of course they will call it that because they can afford it. And they say, oh yeah, gap year. I'm going on a gap year. <sighs> um, so my thoughts on a gap year. So I wanted a gap year, right? In um, between college and university because I was like oh I need a break I'm tired can you imagine at 16 mm-hmm. um but my thoughts on a gap year are if you can I, I would say having not done it I'm glad that I didn't do one because I wanted to do one and I'm glad I didn't do one and the reason why I'm glad I didn't do one because I feel like I just knocked everything out mm-hmm. and then I can now live my life and do what I want to do after that because I think what can happen sometimes is every year that you're in education, you think you know as much as you will ever know. And then actually you go to the next level and you're like, right, much more to know. Do you know what I mean? Even with work, at the end of uni, you graduate, you put that cap and gown you're doing, you know, walking across, you're thinking, oh yeah, cool. You made it. I've completed life. And then you start work and then you're like, wait, I'm back at ground zero and now I need to learn and stuff. So I would say if you can avoid taking one, definitely avoid it and just get through it. Um, just don't suffer burnout just make sure to you know during your summer holidays do go on a proper holiday and that kind of thing if you can if you can do it um, or just rest and relax where you are at home Um, because I think that can literally can happen you can take the gap year and then not return because you've got the taste of the freedom because once you get that freedom it's freedom is a very 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 um, expensive problem Mm -hmm. expensive thing freedom isn't free so when you buy and taste into that freedom to now adjust back into being in an environment where your teacher or your lecturer is telling you what to do or your boss and whatever is telling you what to do, it can be very difficult to acclimatize back into that. Mm-hmm. So the way I see it is knock, knock everything out and then do it. However, saying that, some of our more aristocratic, middle-class you know, uh, populations, they heavily encourage them in their, young, in their, their children. Oh, take a gap here, Susie, take a gap here. For a year, you know, Susie, uh, Felicity, Felicity, take a gap here. Let me take a gap here. Gap here, But and whilst you know, on the flip side of that, there is something that is also quite expansive about taking one and just going, okay, wow. Because after a gap year, you can say, wow, I went to America on my gap year. I think I want to go live in America and go try to work or something like that. Um, so in all, I would say. I would say I personally, because obviously I'm on sabbatical from work mm-hmm. and I feel like I'm now taking that gap year that I wanted back then. But now it's in a position where I've got some years experience of work. So I'm not, I'm not coming back off of my gap year like, oh my days, I haven't got any work experience. I haven't got anything. Because I think sometimes that can happen. People take gap years and then they come, they spend probably the last three, four or five months of their gap year looking for work. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a real gap here. It's just like mm-hmm. it becomes like a more like a worry thing in yeah. that last one. So yeah. Okay. All right. And um, let's see. Oh, we're gonna wrap up now. Oh wait, hold on. At what age do you think it's ideal for um, parents? For, well, yeah, parents allow guardians allow their children to travel independently. Ooh. Ooh. Um, regardless of location. Regardless of location. Um, I would say 18. Why 18? Just because this is the, the unfortunate reality, just because you can do it doesn't mean that a child can do it. No, true. 
the reason why I say 18 is because, ah, did I travel independently? This is the question. I did, to be honest. I did travel independently before 18. Um, you know what? Maybe 16, I'd say. Maybe well, you're the one holding. you're the one holding your passport. Yes. Yes. Because... <laughs> the one holding your passport. Is, you can't say, mommy, can you? Because your mommy is not there. Okay? So... Akria, you know the things, man. Literally, every year I'll be growing up and be like, okay, I've showed it to them. Mommy. And then you go, mommy, I've passed it. Yeah. There's none of that. Because now you have to hold it. And you're like, that's how you're now boarding the flight. You're now doing... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I'd probably say 16 is a good age because you're responsible. Mm -hmm. You should be more responsible. But I would say in a sense where you're going with a group of friends. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Where you're going to have other people. Like if you're doing solo trip at 16, I'm a bit like... That's more like an escape. You're running away from something. In a way. And I just, I just don't think, I don't think that's wise. Mm. Um, but it's mad because when, when I was 15, 14, I was probably like, oh, I can go on holiday now. Do, do you know what I mean? By yourself, so... But I think, yeah, from that parent perspective, definitely. 16, I'd say. 16. 16. <sighs> I think, do you know what it is? I think we're ending up like our parents now, you know, because... <laughs> I was speaking to my friend yesterday and I was like, you know them days where after school you go and hang out in the, the town area or you now take the bus to Lewisham or you go and do further and your parents are calling you and you're ignoring their phone. I was like, can you imagine being a parent now of a child doing that? Like, I've got a niece and nephew. I'm like, if they ever did that, I'd kill them. Like, I'm like... You mad? Why are you not picking up your phone? You're not picking up your phone. <laughs> Where are you? Oh, I mean, look, why are you there? Do you know what I mean? Like, I can't help myself but wonder. I'm sure there's an app for where you can track your child, uh, see what your child is. There will be. There, there will be. And I will make use of it. Oh, man. It, do you know what? And I think parents do things because of their experiences, you know, and we're not even parents yet. We're, every, we're, only, we're doing this, you know, for our niece and our nephews. And it's just like, I feel that I might be doing the most, but it's for your own benefits. <laughs> it's not for anyone else, for your own benefit. Exactly. Okay. So let's see. Last one. So um, parting words to um, the um, present and past gen. So in regards to traveling. So past gen, our parents, um, our uncles, your cousin that thought you were going to Guantanamo. <laughs> no, those people. What advice would you give to them? And then also to present gen, so our gang. So um, some have probably just started having families. I'm trying to get as much time as I can before I have babies because I know I can't afford a ticket. So I'm trying to do as much as I can before they turn 18. So that's that. Um, or oh, sorry, and also to the future gen, so the babies, so the 16 year olds that you think can tra travel to the 20s so yeah what advice would you give to them please so past gen i would say um you are never too young to start traveling mm -hmm. and start your journey you know exploring the world you are never too 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 young or too old to do that um i think that especially if you're looking into retirement or that kind of a thing like this is a perfect time for you to get out and go and see the world and to start now reaping the reward and living your life um, after you've spent so much time working. Um, if you are afraid to travel and that kind of a thing, just kind of identify why that fear is there. Um, but just know that you, you, you know, you, you're not going to go somewhere. Um, do your research, but don't, don't, don't travel with fear. You know, there's so many, I always say to people, 
there are planes constantly, hundreds and thousands of planes that are flying off week after week after week that you know nothing about, mm. right? They get to where they need to go and they land safely. Mm. Why do you think that the one that you're going to get on is going to be the one that now crashes into the mountains and the hills? Like, it, no, 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 guys. Like, don't go with fear because, you, like I said, we people have been using air travel constantly. The one plane that you hear that crashes, that's out of millions that have happened. Yeah. You know, whatever, yeah. They, they, you're, you're more likely uh, to get hit by a car and die than mm. you are dying a plane crash. Like that's just facts. Mm. Planes also fly with two engines, so even and they can function on one. So they fly with two, but if one was to kick out, one would. The other one will still be there. So that should just demystify any fear and stuff. But yeah, you're never too old to start traveling. Go and enjoy your life and see the, see the world is what I would say and encourage. Um, and then to our, our gang, our present gang, I'd say, guys, like, as a millennial generation, like, we literally, like, we're in such a blessed position because even you've seen Barbados have opened up their doors and said, if you want to remote work, come here for a year, we'll give you a visa, you can remote work. We're in the age where, especially due to this coronavirus, we're seeing a lot of the way that we work changing. So whether that's going to become virtual, whether it's going to become, like, however it works, um, but if you can, no matter what you are, if you're a teacher, if you're a banker, if you're whatever you're doing, you can, in some capacity, probably find what you're doing now in another country. So definitely explore that option. But even if you don't, take the time to to invest into uh, into the experience of traveling is what I would say to our present gang. Take take that time because I've I've got a quote here that I um that I oftentimes refer to refer to. Um, and it was when I was in Sri Lanka and I'm, it's a, it's a C.S. Lewis quote, right? And it says this, it says, make your choice, adventurous stranger, strike the bell and bide the danger or wonder till it drives you mad what would have followed if you had. And it's so deep. Like, I just think to myself, right, just do it. Mm. Take a leap and go, and go and do it. Mm. Um, that's what I would say to our gang. Yeah, like our present gang. And plus, guys, I'm not going to lie. We have the apps. We have the Skyscanner app. I can, you can literally go on Skyscanner, type in London to anywhere, and it will give you the cheapest places in rank. So you could be in Rome for like 29 quid. Mm -hmm. so, um, so definitely take that leap. And then to the babies and the youngest, youngest generation, um, what would I say? Um, you probably have the least control over where you can go on holiday right now because obviously it's your you parents. You don't know what passport is. You don't know where is you don't know where it is um yours probably doesn't need renewing for another 10 years so you're good you know what i'm saying um but what i would say is definitely um if your parents don't travel because i know I, you know i went to school with people whose parents didn't travel and then they went black away for the first time um take those even like staycations even saying to your parents like you guys will know about airbnb because you're the youngest generation technological and everything so your parents let's go to Cornwall, I don't know, or somewhere up north or one beach in the UK. Like, let's go there and stay there for a couple of days. Can we do that, mum and dad? Da, 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 that kind of thing. Um, staycations are a great way for you to be able to just get out of your environment as well without having to, like, break the bank. Um, but, yeah, just instill that in your parents. If your parents don't take you travelling, just say, oh, can we go... Can we go to Brighton for the day? Just warm them up to that kind of stuff and then kind of go from there. But definitely... Traveling is the way forward, man. Traveling mm -hmm. is definitely the way forward. So. Yeah. And I think another thing I want to highlight as well is that it's not just party holidays we're telling you guys to go on, please. 
Guys, I went to my first party holiday when I was 18 and it was lit, but it's not just party holidays we're talking about. Balance. There's a balance. Because the same music that you're listening to here is the same music they play in there, please. It's the same. It's the same. So do both. Do both. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, Michael, thank you so much. Ah, for taking your time like that. It's so weird. Thank you for joining. Thank you for letting me come on. <laughs> thank you for joining <laughs> No, I said okay. I said thank you for joining because I'm a podcaster myself, fam. So I'm always like, oh, thank you for joining. <laughs> oh, before you go, where can we find you? Where can we keep up with your 24 out of 198? How? Where? Where do we know what you're doing? What greasy your escapades? Everything. Where do we find out more about it? So you can follow me at, at Mike Realist. That's at Mike R E A L I S T um, on Instagram, Twitter, the rest of it everywhere. Um, and, um, yeah, I have a podcast called The Point Podcast, at The Point Podcast on Instagram, or at The Point PDCST, because characters on Instagram are rubbish, so at The Point PDCST, and we just, me and my boys, we talk about life, talk about manhood, all of that kind of stuff, um, we touch on travel a little bit as well, um, and yeah, man, those are the main channels that you can, uh, catch me on, I've also got a YouTube channel, at Mike... Lee official, I believe it's called, but I need to start can, We'll confirm the name before someone go find you someone in another country, please. You go and find the Japanese Mike Lee boy, trust me. They're, they're, they're. Okay, Michael, thank you so much. And also, since you're here, I need to give you your virtual flowers. I don't have any flowers, so I'm just going to use cream. Virtual. Hey! <laughs> I just want to say, it's just an easy opportunity to like thank you for riding because. I don't think you ever asked Michael anything that Michael said no. <laughs> Michael, if I tell Michael, Michael, I want to go and sell fish. Okay. <laughs> Let's go and sell fish. And like, if I haven't done something, like, he wouldn't tell me why I've not done it. He's going to tell you, oh, I'm still waiting to see you on that show, by the way. So this is another opportunity. Michaela Cole, please. I know you're not listening because I know if you're going to find it, but I'll send it to you anyway. See that guardian character you had in your show? That would have been me. That should have been me. So I'm, just... I'm telling you guys, these are very, very talented actress, and I know it. And the thing is, I've never seen a queer act, but I know. Because me too, I'm an actor, and <laughs> I haven't seen me act, but they're just like, I just know you're a good actor. And so that being said, like, yeah, definitely, guys. Like, this is somebody who I want to see you on my screen, queer. I really do. That's my, I want to see you on my screen. Like, I look at Michaela Cole and I'm like, yeah, like, there's no <laughs> a queer couldn't be acting alongside her or a queer doesn't have, doesn't have her own works that she could be writing and starring in and filming it. So, we waiting. No and pressure. When it happens, I need to be at the premiere, Sha. So, don't Please. be. We'll all do red carpet, blue carpet, whatever colour that carpet will be, boy. All of it. What about Gollywood? You're going to not get into Gollywood. Yeah, uh, Michael talk later, yeah? Say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't think that's my son. I don't think that's my son. Because, to be honest, I've not watched many Ghanaian films like that, that I enjoyed. Um, only because there's like part seven, part eight, part nine. And the ones I remember, there was one called The Stab in the Dark. Jesus Christ, this film never ended. Ah, <laughs> it never ended. So I said, oh, I'm not doing it. But if it's like the modern ones where there's a lot of investment, because I feel like the Nigerians invest a lot more in their, their film industry in comparison to Ghana. But I think they have more resources anyway than we do. So um, yeah, like there's a film, like there's a, sorry, there's a few Ghanaian films, like 
perfect picture i think it is or something is on netflix and it looks good like it looks i'm like yeah i wouldn't mind needing that but some of the other films no stab in the dark 17 i'm all right to 2016 and all of that yeah 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 i'm cool i'm cool but nah man i shine you shine we shine you shine shine man cool this has been a pleasure this has been an absolute pleasure thank you so much because we're doing illuminati next boy but anyway yeah bless it (laughs) my nephew's wilding out i can hear my nephew wilding out upstairs but yeah thank you so much and we shall speak soon yeah Yeah. all right take care stay safe see ya bye